This is episode 64 of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Hello, my friend. Welcome to the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Today is Tuesday. We talk about leadership and developing leaders. And I want to talk to you as a leader for just a few minutes. Yesterday, we had kind of a heavy episode. We talked about pornography addiction. And today, again, I want to talk about leadership in light of what we talked about yesterday. Because pornography addiction or any other kind of addiction any other kind of secret sin, whether whether it's gambling, whether it's abuse, whether it's a lack of emotional control and losing your temper, whatever it is, any kind of secret sin that you keep secret, that is going to destroy your effectiveness as a leader. And somehow, so many pastors, they, they get into this public spot, into this public position where People see them, and they're known in the community, and all of a sudden, they're in a place where where they're too big to fail. They think they're too big to fail. They think that if somebody were to find out something is wrong with them, that they're involved in some kind of a sin, that they would lose their podium, they would lose their platform, they would lose their position, their pastorate, and and somehow they can't do that. They They will, at any cost, hide their sin from others. And that is a tragic and ironic reality for some pastors. And I'm speaking to you today because I don't know if it's you or not. I don't know if it's somebody who you know that you might share this episode with and say, you know what, I was thinking about you when I heard this, and I really think that you need it. Now, you'd have to have a pretty good relationship with somebody to do that, but there are all kinds of crazy relationships out there. I know this. I know this. And so I'm talking to you about secret sins and being a leader and rationalizing and compartmentalizing in your own mind where you're you're this person in reality, but you put yourself out as somebody else in the public eye. You're this person when you're by yourself, but when you're with others, you, you know how to play the game. And if you were to be asked, are you really a follower of Jesus? You turn to your left and you'd see the real you. You turn to your right and you'd see the you that you put out there in front of others as the as the public pastor figure. And you'd say, I'm a little confused. I'm a little confused because if if being a true follower of Jesus is being authentic and real and putting him at the top of my life and having no other idols before him, the truth is, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Because Satan, Satan is a schemer and a dreamer. He's a deceiver. He's a liar and a loser. And the reason I'm saying these things, Pastor, is I want, I want you to be aware that as a pastor, you are a target. You're a target of the enemy. We're all, we're targets of the enemy. And Satan and the forces of darkness, they would like to just take us out. And they will use any kind of technology, anything on this planet, in this world, in our culture, in our society, that they can do to deceive us, to trick us, to trip us up, and to have us fall flat on our moral faces. They would love to take us out. And Pastor, I I just I want you to be aware of this that between sin and our flesh, between the world system and Satan and his his forces of darkness, the powers of darkness. We've got a formidable enemy, but greater is he 
who is in us than he who is in the world. And the power of God in the power of the Holy Spirit works through the community of believers when they're connected and meshed with one another, leaning on each other, relying on each other, interdependent in relationships. When you've got somebody out there, this solo person, this solo pastor, who's out yonder all by himself or herself with no support system, God help them, right? Because They are easy prey and an easy target for Satan. You've seen those videos on YouTube where you've got the hyenas and there's these, there are these poor animals. I don't even know what they're called, right? In these other countries and the hyenas look for the weak link and the one that's kind of isolated and they go after them or the wolves or the, the, the lions and tigers, they go after the weak, the weak link. That's what some pastors are. You might be one of those pastors. You're a weak link because you're not linked to any other people that can help support you and hold you up. You've got these secret sins that you're hiding from others, that you're holding to yourself. You're you're just hoping and wishing that they're just going to go away, that someday you're just going to wake up and all of a sudden you're going to have victory over them, that you don't need to tell anybody about them. And yesterday as I talked about pornography, that's one of that's one of the top ones in our in our culture. That's one that so many guys and many women now and so many pastors in ministry, they walk around and they've got this secret, this secret addiction, this secret sin that they they feel like they can't be victorious over and they absolutely, certainly, positively can't tell anybody about it. And the truth is you have to. I know we've talked about this before, but you know what? I don't hear things the first time. Sometimes I don't hear them till the fourth or fifth time. This might only be the second or third time I've talked about it in 60 episodes. But pastor, if there is a secret sin in your life, you've got to go to somebody and spill the beans and look for help. Somebody who is safe and trustworthy, who loves you, who will tell you the truth, and who will move heaven and earth to get you help. Because being, being in ministry, we've got people who depend on us. We've got families. There are generations. There are, there's a church probably that you're, that you're shepherding, or there's a church plant, or you're, you're bivocational, and you've got relationships both in the, the secular community where you live as well as the church community. And if, if Satan can take you down, he can do great damage. Preempt him. Preempt him. By, again, just going through what we talked about yesterday, admit the reality, see it clearly, define the reality of your life, confess it to a trusted friend, set up safeguards in your life. And this doesn't have to be just about pornography, but about any struggle, set up safeguards and see somebody, find somebody. There's another pastor around. We've talked about this, connecting with other pastors or or a group or community online, perhaps, that's a private group that's united to reject and resist the very thing that you're involved in. But you've got to find help. And ideally, as soon as possible, you need to bring your spouse in on this. They should not be in the dark. And you say, well, well, they can't handle it. How They could never handle it. Oh, oh, so it's better? It's better if they don't know? It's better if you struggle with it on your own? You, so you're not one flesh. You're not, you're not one in Christ and one as husband and wife. Stop fooling yourself. God said, if you seek me, you will find me. And if you search for me 
with all your heart, I'll be found. God's got an answer for you, my friend. He's got deliverance. There is hope. And if you absolutely can't find anybody, again, Jeff at coachingforpastors.org. I'd love to talk with you. I'd love to set you up with some people who could help you because I love pastors too much to not talk about this with you and encourage you to get help. And you know what, Pastor? If uh, it's not you, if you don't have any issues, then you take what I've said and you look for other pastors in your sphere of influence to influence and to help because there's a pastor out there drowning somewhere and he needs a lifeline and maybe you can throw him one. Hey, thanks so much for joining me today for these few minutes and I'll see you again tomorrow on the Coaching for Pastors podcast.